Hi, it's me, the Science Baby, and today I want to talk about risk. A lot of you have voiced some strong opinions about some of the topics I've talked about in my videos. Oh yes, there have been a lot of opinions on how we feed our babies, whether we should use car seat mirrors, and whether moms should drink and breastfeed. That one was a doozy. No, go on, please, say what you really mean. If you read these comments, and believe me, we read them all, it's easy to come away feeling unsettled, anxious, and guilty, as if all you new parents weren't feeling anxious enough already. All this judgment is a digital extension of the mom-shaming or parent-shaming that seems to be part of the package of becoming a parent these days. I suppose it stems from the myth that there's a perfect parent out there who follows all of the, quote, official advice to the letter, can breastfeed without a problem, never has their baby in the big bed, never drinks, or needs any time for themselves. And if you deviate from that imaginary and totally unrealistic ideal, then you best believe that someone out there is going to openly judge you for it. How kind. This parent shaming can leave moms and dads crippled with guilt for the decisions they make. Even my mom, with all of her evidence-based conviction, has had sleepless nights and many tearful days, feeling like she's somehow let me down with the decisions she's made. But parenting is all about making decisions, deciding what's right for your baby and for your family. To help make those decisions, organizations often issue advice and recommendations that are based on some kind of data or research. So, some groups don't recommend formula prep machines because there have been cases of babies getting sick. Health authorities recommend breastfeeding because breastfed babies are slightly healthier when they're young. And most official advice cautions against co-sleeping with your baby because it's linked with increased risk of sudden infant death. There is data out there, but more often than not, that data is from small case studies and doesn't always take into account other contributing factors. But if there's advice to be given, these official sources are always going to err on the side of extreme caution. They're not going to openly endorse any action that has even a small chance of causing a baby harm. But the situation is rarely as black and white as the recommendations and the shamers make out. Every baby is different and every family is different. Sometimes those other contributing factors can make all the difference. And sometimes forcing yourself to do things the official way can end up causing more risk to your family. There are risks and benefits to every decision and there's no one-size-fits-all answer. One parent might decide a particular course of action is worth the risks, while another might not. Or a parent might change their own approach to risk as their family changes and grows. And all of that is totally okay. Nobody else knows what your situation is, and nobody else has the right to judge or shame you for anything that you choose to do. The best thing you can do is inform yourself of your options, the risks and benefits of each, and then make your own decision and confidently walk your own path. I say that like it's easy, but I'm just a baby and have never really faced a dilemma in my life, unless you can't choose in between my dummy and my finger. But seriously, show me a parent that manages to do everything they say is best for baby. So we're going to keep on using car seat mirrors and a prep machine to make formula, because for us, the benefits outweigh the risks. We're not in the business of giving advice here, only science fact. But if I was going to recommend one thing, it would be to try and ignore the judgment that's hurled at you from every direction. Listen to the facts, but don't listen to the haters. You've got this, and in case no one's told you today, you're doing a great job. Shortcast Club